Yo, what's poppin'? You listening to Keep It 100 in the Ring Podcast. Give the people what they want. With your host, Jordan Turner, where you'll hear a wrestling fan always keeping it 100. Here we go! Inside the ring and out. Are you ready? Your source for reviews, hot topics, and much more. It's time to keep it 100 in the ring. man if you guys came for a rant of sorts i'm gonna kind of give it to you guys by also um being very just calm cool and collected okay i'm gonna scream but not really you that kind of makes sense so we're gonna go in depth here on monday night raw tonight we are going to try to make sense of what the hell we saw tonight and let's get it man if you guys have a Twitter, if you guys have an IG, make sure you follow me on Twitter at JordanTCK, as in Creative King 918, and the IG at JTCreative1. Slash. I'd appreciate it. Let's get this boring ass episode of Money Night Raw over with. I am not trying to be here long. I'll catch you on the flip side. Let's go. good everybody man welcome back to keep it 100 in the ring man we got monday night raw live from the stupid ass thunderdome raw was a great show tonight raw was a great show let's give it a round of applause man let's go that's what i'm talking about man monday night raw live from the thunderdome man from november 2nd 2020 was a good show, right? Man, bullshit. Bullshit. This show fucking sucked. I fell asleep twice. Okay, I had to wake back up while watching this show. I mean, how idiotic can you be with this show? Was not a fan of what I seen tonight within these three hours. 
There was probably one or two good things on the show. Outside of that, everything else was straight trash. No, 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 no. We're going to do that one more time because Raw deserves to be shit on. And I'm here to bring it to it. That's what it gets right there. Motherfucker. This shit sucks. Okay. Building towards Survivor Series, right? I mean, come on, man. Survivor Series doesn't feel special at all. I'm very disappointed in WWE in regards to not building hype for Survivor Series. I mean, at this point, it seems like they don't even give a shit about Survivor Series. So if you guys don't care about Survivor Series, how am I, as a fan, going to care? I mean, come on, man. That's ridiculous. You know what I mean? So let's not waste enough of your guys' time. Let's get through this show, man, as quick as I possibly can, while also being, as you know, upfront and blunt, not sugarcoating, not being a sheep. I'm a creative king, bitch. I'm a fucking leader. You feel me? Let's get this thing started, man. Monday Night Raw opened up with a promo, of course. Always got to start off with a promo. Before I continue, man, this raw formula is straight trash. Trash, okay? Why do you always have to start a show with a promo? (sighs) I'm trying. I'm trying, you guys. I'm trying not to get full of my emotions. It's just a wrestling show, right? It's scripted. It's predetermined. All this other stuff that people want to throw at us as fans because we're so into it. We're so emotionally invested in what we're watching that it gets us frustrated. You know what I mean? It just does. So it's kind of hard for me not to become annoyed when I know WWE can do better, man. WWE can do better. They just choose not to. They don't want to. You know what I mean? And it's just disgusting. It is what it is, man. We got the show kicking off what, as you guys expected, a fucking promo with the new reigning, defending, undisputed WWE champion, Randy Orton. He comes out and he starts off by saying, two weeks ago I became a 14-time World champion. I'm not just the best. I'm not the. I'm just the best. Period. I'm better than Edge. I'm better than Undertaker. I'm better than John Cena, and I'm better Drew McIntyre. Okay, hold up, hold up. After that, I didn't give a fuck about anything else he said. After that, I didn't care. You're better than Drew McIntyre. Yes, I agree with that. You are better than Drew McIntyre. You're better than Edge. I don't know, man. That's fucking debatable. That's fucking debatable, man. I know that fans out there that say that are that picked Edge over Randy Orton. I know that for a fact. So him saying he's better than Edge, you know, that's a seed being planted, man. We're getting Edge versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania next year for the World Championship or without the World Championship. We are getting that match. His opponent at next year's WrestleMania will in fact be Adam Copeland. 
Why are you going to say edge and nothing comes out of it? Doesn't make sense to me. So we mentioned edge again. Do I think he's better than edge? Uh, no, I, I, I would pick edge over Randy Orton. Now edge doesn't have the best finisher. All right, but, but that's about it. I, I would personally go with edge. Um, he says, John Cena. He says he's better than John Cena. Bruh. Um, I'd say so. I'd say so. Now, outside the ring, you know what I mean? You're not better than John Cena, but inside the ring, you are better than John Cena. And then get this one, guys. <laughs> what the fuck, boy? What the fuck? Get this shit. Get this shit. Randy Orton. I swear to God, I started laughing when he mentioned this man's name. Randy Orton said he's better than the fucking Undertaker. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? Really? You're better than the Undertaker. Okay, bro. Okay. Okay, bro. <laughs> I mean, my nigga, come on, bro. Yeah, ha ha, yeah. I know. I know. What the fuck is Orton talking about, right, guys? Yeah, I know. I know. I wasn't even really laughing. I was just, like, rolling my eyes like, this motherfucker. You're not better than Undertaker, bitch. You're not. You're not. The Undertaker is the GOAT, okay? He's the GOAT in my eyes. I know there's a lot of people out there that have others over the Undertaker, but I picked the Undertaker. I think the Undertaker is the greatest of all time. Nobody is going to change my mind, so please don't even think about it. But we got Randy Orton, man, mentioning those guys. I don't know why. Him mentioning Edge, I can understand, but mentioning Undertaker, John Cena, and Drew McIntyre, I have no idea why. doesn't make any sense. He also said, people in the back said, the only reason why I'm here is because, I, because he was hand, handed everything. You know, when he was with Triple H, and he was with Evolution. I mean, Randy, you kind of were handed a lot of stuff, my boy. Not saying you didn't work for it, G. You feel me? But you were kind of handed some things. That's just coming from a fan's perspective. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what the coworkers think about that as well. They probably will agree with majority of the fans that have that mentality and have that mind of thinking. And in terms of Randy Orton and how he was handed a lot of stuff in WWE, you know, because he was suspended quite a lot of times and he was never fired. I mean, not the third offense. He would have been fired. He should have been. I mean, but he wasn't because he's Randy Orton. So I feel like Randy Orton can fuck up 10 fucking times and Randy Orton will still not be fired because he's, say it with me, Randy Orton. Then he continued to say, all those superstars questioned my legacy. They know how good I am. All of a sudden, Alexa Bliss appeared as the lights went out. Randy Orton screaming, where are you at? Lights come back on, and Drew McIntyre appeared, landing a Claymore kick. Claymore kick is one of the most underrated finishers in WWE. I really like the way he connects it. Um, I like it better when he connects it with uh, specific people like a Ricochet. You know, the smaller guys, because they flip for him. So that's pretty cool. After the Claymore kick... 
McIntyre goes on his knees, goes near Randy Orton and says, you better give me a rematch. I'm going to send you to hell. Uh, McIntyre, you and Randy Orton was just in hell in a cell, buddy. How are you going to send him to hell? What are you talking about? So that was retarded. That that made Drew McIntyre absolutely fucking retarded. So after whatever McIntyre said, wishy-washy bullshit, the Miz and John Morrison came out. And the Miz thought he was slick. Oh, I'm going to cash in my money in the bank. I'm going to do what I did to Randy Orton decades ago. I'm going to do it here again. Man, motherfucker. Come on, boy. Come on, man. Miz, get the fuck out of here, bro. WWE thought they were slick. They thought they were Kuhan Luke slick. We knew that The Miz was not going to cash in, man. Get the fuck out of here with this shit, bro. You're not pulling a fast one on me, man. You're not. You're not, okay? And Drew McIntyre was not having it. Drew McIntyre claymored The Miz threw John Morrison over the top rope as The Miz was already outside the ring due to the Claymore. And John Morrison landed on The Miz, and both men escaped. And that's how the segment ended. I mean, come on, man. What the fuck? And by the way, by the way, John Morrison is Miz's bitch. Miz's bitch is John Morrison. This man, John Morrison, needs to get away from The Miz ASAP. So WWE brought John Morrison back to be Mrs. Bitch, to be Mrs. Lackey. Okay? If we're keeping it real, and this is what we do on the podcast, we always keep it 100 inside the ring and out. It don't matter, no matter what topic we're talking about. John Morrison is Mrs. Bitch, okay? If he wasn't Mrs. Bitch, he wouldn't be helping him on a consistent basis. He wouldn't be sitting there by ringside watching the Miz like, oh, yeah, Miz, go ahead. Do your thing, bro. Yeah, man, let's get it. This guy's helping the Miz at every twist and fucking turn. Come on, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. You need to create a storyline that splits up the Miz and John Morrison now. You got to do it because this is fucking ridiculous. John Morrison. What a joke, man. I don't even think he cares. He's making that bread. You know what I mean? He's in WWE. He's with his best friend, The Miz. Of course he doesn't care. Of course he doesn't care. And it is what it is. And guess what? If you don't care, John Morrison, then I don't care as a fan. Simple. All right? The fuck out of here, man. This segment was so pointless, man. I thought we were going to have a handicap match later on in the night. I thought. Yeah, I'll talk about that as the show goes on. Boring segment to open Monday Night Raw. A typical fucking promo. It is what it is. Did not do nothing for me at all. Except for the Alexa Bliss appearance. I love that. I'll talk about Alexa Bliss as the show goes on. We got the first match of the night. Elias versus Jeff Hardy in a guitar on a pole match. That's what that match deserves. 
So we get a guitar and a pole match? Really? Okay. I'm not going to waste enough time because this was fucking pointless. This match was pointless, people. This match did nothing for me. And I know for a fact they did nothing for the fans that were watching. Jeff Hardy wins, okay? Jeff Hardy won. He got the Qatar, and he swung it, and he hit Elias. Match is over. That means the feud needs to be over. Jeff Hardy needs to go challenge for the United States Championship, or he needs to be the one that faces the Fiend, okay? That's what needs to happen. Elias, you know, Elias is being rumored, guys, to have a big push. How are you supposed to have a big push if you're losing to Jeff Hardy? the fuck out of here man get the fuck out of my sight dude get this segment over with this segment is pointless this segment did nothing for me man match two another match that was pointless wwe women's tag team championships were on the line mandy rose and dana brooke jesus christ versus the champions nia Jax and Shayna baszler you damn skippy. That's what it deserves. This match sucked. And I'm going to say it once. I'm just going to say this one fucking time. WWE, listen to me. I know I got good ideas. I know your boy got good ideas. You feel me? I ain't trying to be cocky, but I have some of the best creative ideas in the wrestling community, man. Point blank, period. If you need ideas, I'm your boy. I'm your guy. Get rid of those women's tag team championships. Number one, you have no teams. So that means you have no division. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. You made a makeshift tag team with Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. These, This isn't even a tag team. You just jumbled two single stars, and put them together. Really? What a way to make a great tag team division for those worthless pieces of shit women's tag team titles. You need to get rid of those championships. ASAP. And by the way, speaking of a makeshift tag team, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, Oh, my God. Fucking awful. Awful. If I'm Shannon, I'm calling I'm calling Papa H. I'm calling Papa H. A-H. Can you please send me back down to NXT? Please. That's what I'm doing if I'm Shannon Baszler. I, that's what I'm doing. That's just me. I don't know what Shannon Baszler thinks. It is what it is. This division sucks. They need to get rid of it, and they need to add... A mid-card championship to the women's division. Substitute the women's tag team titles. Get rid of that piece of shit title. Sorry, Sasha Banks. Sorry, Bailey. I love you guys, but those titles are doing nothing. There's no tag teams. How can you run a division without tag teams? Oh, my God. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't want to scream, but that shit just pisses me off as a fan. Get rid of those tag team titles, okay? Bring in a mid-card championship. You got the women's championship 
and then you got the mid-card championship. Have those two be important. While also having a blood feud in the women's division. So you have three feuds, two championship feuds, and you got one blood feud. Simple as that. Do it. Do it. Fuck out of here with this shit. Shayna Baszler, <clears throat> Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax win. They defeat Dana Brooke and Mandy Rhodes with um, Shayna Baszler applying a Kula Fula Clutch submission to retain their titles. And she applied it on Dana Brooke. Oh, my God. Trash, man. Trash. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. We got match three. Sheamus versus Keith Lee. Versus Braun Strowman. So. Um, I'm doing that on purpose because I don't give a fuck. I'm doing that on purpose because I don't give a shit about this match. Sheamus. He's already on Team Raw. Keith Lee. Already on Team Raw. Why are they in this match? They are going to be tagging together at Survivor Series. So, Bruce motherfucking Pritchard, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Why are you tag teaming two men that are already going to be in a tag team match? Why are you having those guys face off against each other? I'm sorry, I fucked up. They were facing each other tonight, not in the tag team. They will be a tag team at Survivor Series. Why are you having them face off against each other? That makes zero logical sense. So that's strike one for fucking Bruce Pritchard, clown. (laughs) Just idiocy, man, from Bruce Pritchard, man. What the? Oh, my God. Calm down. Calm down. Got to relax. Take a deep breath. Let me relax. It's just frustrating, guys. I'm sorry. It's just frustrating, man. Because I know I could do better. I'm telling you right now, man. You give me one year, man, and I'm I'm having Raw and SmackDown ratings go up. Big time. Trust. Fucking creative king for nothing, man. Give me my fucking crown, and I'm booked this show. Like a fucking king should. With some logic. And not insulting my intelligence. Fuck out of here, man. Braun Strowman wins. Braun Strowman wins because the stipulation was if Braun Strowman won this match, he will be officially a member of Team Monday Night Raw. And that is exactly what happened. Braun Strowman won via pinning Sheamus in the triple threat match. With a running power slam. WWE couldn't figure out a different way to add Braun Strowman to this match. They had to book him against Keith Lee and uh, Sheamus. Keith Lee, man. Keith Lee. What a, first of all, this guy gets his fucking theme song changed. Okay? That pissed me off. Bullshit. And then he gets his fucking ring attire changed. Bullshit. He doesn't feel special at all. Bullshit. He doesn't feel special. And if there's anyone that challenges me on that, you're going to look like a fool. I'm sorry. He doesn't feel special. 
Braun Strowman, I don't give a fuck about Braun Strowman. I don't care. His mystique, gone. Sheamus. Sheamus is boring. Okay? Sheamus is boring. I like Sheamus, but he's boring. He's not. He's like Natalia. I respect Natalia. I like Natalia, as I respect Sheamus and like Sheamus. But they're boring. They do nothing for me. Now, the next segment we got backstage featured Nikki Cross wanting to get answers from Alexa Bliss because Alexa Bliss has been scoffing Nikki Cross. Alexa Bliss has not been answering to Nikki Cross. So Nikki Cross took it upon herself, like a friend should, as she's concerned for Alexa Bliss's mental health. Right? I would be the same way, man, if one of my friends was not answering me and he was just being quiet, being silent. I would try to figure out what the fuck is going on with him. You feel me? So I get it from a, from a Nikki Cross's perspective. So she's backstage, right? Nikki Cross wants answers from Alexa Bliss. Nikki Cross bringing up that Alexa Bliss doesn't call her or, or talk to her anymore. Nikki Cross then says Alexa Bliss, turn around. And when she does, we see Alexa Bliss have contacts, red contacts on. And she's just staring at Nikki Cross when Nikki Cross is like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. She's so scared. That acting was awful, by the way. Nikki Cross. What was that, girl? Come on, baby. You got to do better than that. That was awful. Either way, decent uh, backstage skit there with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Ladies and gentlemen, Alexa Bliss is slowly transforming into a version of Sister Abigail who pitched it. I did. Me. I love it. I fucking love it. Great shit. Love the eye contacts too, man. It looks great. Next match, we got the Hurt Business versus the New Day. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. The Hurt Business wins, defeat the New Day via Cedric Alexander landing a neutralizer. And Shelton Benjamin also doing a move of his own, landing a pater to Kofi Kingston. They win. That combo finisher was really, really cool. The Hurt Business has absolutely been one of the best things on Monday Night Raw, period. Okay? Awesome stuff. Great shit. Now, after the match, nothing really happened. I thought something was going to go down, but nothing did. And uh, they've been the best thing on Monday Night Raw, the Hurt Business. I love it. Where, you know, where is this group eventually Leading to, I don't know, maybe a female member. And if so, maybe Naomi. I don't know. I know I pitched an idea of her being involved in the uh, the Tribal Chief stuff. We don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. I guess this was the main event. <laughs> or I guess the last thing that I saw. Because we didn't get Drew McIntyre versus John Morrison and The Miz, man. So whatever. This is the last one. We got Tucker. Versus Ricochet. Ricochet, please, brother, you need to give Triple H a call, please. Thank you very much. From Jordan Turner to Ricochet. But you win, though. <laughs> you beat Tucker. Via a Chris Jericho move? Huh. A cold breaker. Nice. You do a nice cold breaker, Ricochet. 
Very good stuff. But post-match, we saw Retribution make their way down to the ring. T-Bar, oh my God, this was hilarious. T-Bar took his right hand and put it on Ricochet's head. He basically palmed Ricochet's head like a basketball, right? And threw him outside the ring. We've seen then T-Bar and the rest of Retribution attack Tucker. Ricochet, oh, you know, thought to be nice and shit. He went down to the ring looking like a fucking buffoon. Okay, you already got bitched by one of the Retribution members. The, one of the Retribution members. Now you want to get bitched again by the rest of the Retribution members. So he goes in the ring acting like a fucking buffoon, right? And he gets attacked again. And then Retribution makes quick work of uh, Tucker there. Tucky! The fuck out of here at that shit. We got Retribution tying up Ricochet, Mustafa Ali. Looking at Ricochet, we see Ricochet asking, what are you doing? As he's responding to Mustafa Ali, Mustafa Ali responds back and says, no sin is forgiven until it is punished. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know, but Ricochet gets chokeslammed by T-Bar and Mace. I swear to God, these names are fucking disgusting. Get rid of it. But I guess that was the last thing I saw on Monday Night Raw tonight. Overall, the show was boring. The show did nothing for me, guys. Um, the build towards Survivor Series for me has been very boring, very lackluster. I understand that. You don't really need to do a lot for Survivor Series. I get it that it's Raw versus SmackDown, but at least build towards the next pay-per-view if that's what you're going to do. That's how I feel about it, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, this show was a down for me. So it goes in the, the down column. I hope you guys enjoyed this show tonight. I will see you guys next time on Keep It 100 in the ring. Remember, not only should you keep it 100 inside the ring, but keep it 100 outside the ring. It's your king. Y'all take care. Catch y'all on the flip side. Later. Shots, no 38, yeah. I got the Glock in my Robbie. 17 shots, no 38. Yeah, she's fine. Wondering where she be mine. Walk past, I pray.